0: What is up, everybody? This is the Follow You Anywhere podcast, and we are back with a whole new year full of new episodes. And this is episode seventy-four, and we're going to talk about following God with our New Year's resolutions. My mic is running away from me. Can, can you do that? Can you follow God with a New Year's resolution, or is that like, a, is that an oxymoron? I
1: don't don't call me a moron.
0: I don't know. Well, no, I'm I'm just saying. Can is that possible, or does that contradict itself? I don't know. Well, you said that's what we're talking about. That's the question. So I'm asking you: Is it is it okay to make a New Year's resolution in
1: Cameron's opinion? Oh yeah, yeah yeah. See, I didn't, I thought you were asking like God's opinion. Oh. I don't know.
0: Now don't now know. wait a second. I, don't know God's uh, opinion I, I would week. say I would say Cam's opinion should be God's opinion. We're, we're supposed to line those things up now. Well, yes. But yeah. uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> Listen here. Yeah. Already. Listen. Already. It's a new year, new episodes, but it's
1: it's the same banter. <laughs> <laughs> Listen here. I'm leaving. <laughs> You can you can you can do this podcast today solo. Uh, no, I'm not leaving. I'm just gonna sit here. I'm just gonna be silent. No, nah, you got the question, so we si- gotta talk about silence. it. Silence. Just from here on out. Sorry. Whatever. <laughs> you can't sit in silence. Uh, what? Okay. <laughs> Dang, he coming after me. Um. So yeah, f- from that, uh, from the opinion standpoint, this is this is very much an opinion piece episode. Uh, for for me, oh, yeah. um, because um, I don't really think that you can find any true scripture um, that's going to uh, promote or negate uh, New Year's resolutions or, you know, things like that. Um, but from a personal standpoint and from a, if we're going to pursue righteousness um, viewpoint, uh I don't think that New Year's resolutions are bad, but I don't think that historically, uh, statistically, uh, they're good in the sense of you seeing them to completion.
0: Yeah. So the passage of Scripture that probably comes to mind when you talk about biblical um, support for New Year's resolutions um you know, probably the passage of Scripture that comes to mind is Philippians 3. And this is a passage of Scripture I use a lot of times if I'm going to preach a New Year's-type sermon. And it's Paul writing to the Church of Philippi in Philippians 3.12. He just says this, "...not that I have already attained or am already perfected, but I, I press on that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me." Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead, I press toward the goal for the prize of upward call of God in Christ Jesus. So obviously he's not talking about New Year's resolutions, but what he is saying is that no matter how much he may be nailing it in the eyes of the world, he's still not there yet. And and there's still work to be done, there's still improvements to be made. And excuse me, as he continues to live his life for Christ, he wants to continue to get better and to do more. And that's really what new year's resolutions are is um commitments to better yourself and and to do better about Whatever area it is that you look back at for the previous year and say, you know, I really didn't do as well as what I would have liked uh, and I want to do better this year. And and I think from a biblical standpoint, wanting to do better is a good thing. Like we should never be satisfied with where we are in any area, even if we're doing well, we can always do better uh, because none of us are living a perfect life. We right. we're sinners and we fall short of God's glory daily. And so I think just the desire to do better in a new year is not only um not unbiblical but that is a a biblical desire. Uh and I would say that it doesn't have to be done in the new year. Like like we should always want to do better. We should always want to grow in our walk with Christ. So just um you know foundationally I, I think the Bible supports the desire to improve and get better day by day.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And so I think um I think that you know obviously New Year's resolutions and uh, and having a plan and a goal, like you said, to to be a better person, to be uh, in a deeper spiritual walk and spirit, spiritual growth, and those types of things. Those are all extremely important. Um, but I think you have to do that on um, on specific levels. Um, and and a lot of times we see New Year's resolutions. And and if your if your New Year's resolutions are more specific and they have goals and obtainable things that that help you get to that end result then i would say you're probably doing it the right way but if you are sitting on the couch and it's new year's eve or the week you know right around then and you go i'm going to do some things different this year you know what i'm going to i'm going to work out i'm going to i'm going to read my bible every day i'm going to do that one year through the bible thing i'm going to I'm gonna I'm gonna eat better, and you just you just start kind of throwing out these pretty big like big task, um, but not really with many obtainable set like resources or or measurement tools or the ability to really have a plan. Uh, it's just January one. I'm gonna wake up and I'm gonna I'm gonna exercise. I'm gonna eat better. You know, like all those things. Now, if you have like the goal of I'm gonna read the Bible in a year. And you look up a plan to do that. Then there's a little bit more of an initial start to a you know plan there. But I think a lot of times, um, and studies show that a lot of times. New Year's resolutions and things of that nature fail is because of a, a lack of accountability, uh, a lack of a plan, uh, a lack of something that's actually measuring success or failure, you know, the ability to gauge kind of where you're at, where you started, and, you know, that kind of thing. Um, and they're typically very large goals that are almost unobtainable um, in the near future. And so we, lose track of where we want to go and where we want to be, and those fade away. And so I think you have to be very careful with those types of things. And so if you look at it and you go, okay, hey, yeah, for my New Year's resolution, I, w- I want to have a deeper walk with Christ, then my challenge would be, okay, so let's look at some maybe like three things. Um, or Or some people need to start with one thing, you know, like it just depends. But let's look at some very simple yet obtainable things that we can track and we can plan for, And we can see uh, how we're achieving those, ultimately to have an end result and an end goal of having a deeper walk with Christ. But if you just say, I want a deeper walk and a deeper relationship with Christ, and I'm going to do that starting tomorrow with no plan, no true measurement, a day or two in, maybe a week or two in, a couple months in, if you make it that far, you lose sight of what you're what you were going for and 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 you feel defeated and again another thing too we've talked about it a bunch on the on the podcast and I talked about it when I when I preached a couple of weeks ago one thing that we fail to remember uh I think on a on a pretty regular basis is that Satan is alive and Satan is real mm. and he is looking to destroy you yeah and he is a master deceiver and so he uses those types of things to just plant seeds, to get in there and to say, oh, you failed. Oh, you didn't do it. Oh, you're not good enough. Like, oh, you messed up. You didn't read your Bible today. Or, you know, whatever. And to begin to tear you down. And those thoughts keep you from getting to that big picture, especially if you don't have obtainable things to go, oh, no, yes, I, I, I didn't read my Bible for the last two days, but I've I've got the last two weeks in the bag, you know, and like those kind of things. Um So I think that that's why New Year's resolutions and things like that can be dangerous is because a lot of times we don't build them with the parameters to actually have them succeed.
0: Yeah, so when we talk about following God through a New Year's resolution, so first and foundationally, just the idea of improvement or bettering yourself, uh, doing better, I mean, especially when it comes to spiritual things, but even practical things, like losing weight or things like that, um, the the goal of getting better and improving is is not a bad thing. That's, that's biblical. But then um, next, based on what you're saying, if we're going to honor God with our resolutions, then we need to have a plan to actually accomplish the goals that we are uh, setting for ourselves. We, we actually have to have a plan of attack to better ourselves and to do those things that we're committing to. And I think biblically, what you're saying is exactly what Paul is talking about in Colossians 3. When he talks about, in verse 17, how everything that we do in word or deed, we're to do it in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. In other words, everything we do, we do as if we're doing it for Christ. And you can't halfway do something and honor God. And so if you just throw out this random thought uh, for New Year's and say, oh yeah, because it's New Year's, I'm going to you know what, I'm going to eat better and I'm going to exercise and I'm going to read my Bible and I'm going to start tithing and memorizing scripture and all of these things that, yeah, I'm going to do that because it's a new year, but you have absolutely no plan to do it. That's not honoring God. You're not doing that uh, for Christ or in in the way that Paul's talking about in Colossians 3 because you're just kind of half-heartedly throwing out some stuff and saying, I didn't do this the way I wanted to last year, so I'm going to do better this year with no plan, with no, you know, strategy. Just yeah. oh yeah, it's this, uh, uh, just this random thought that yeah, I didn't do it the way I wanted to, so I'm going to do better. So those are two things that I think we've definitely got to consider. But let's talk about just the concept specifically, not of doing better and not of having a plan to do better, but specifically a New Year's resolution, Um, like the technical reality of New Year's resolution, like we're going to do it on this day because this is what you do in the new year. Some people would argue that we should not participate in New Year's resolutions because there is nothing about a New Year's resolution in the Bible. What
1: would be your response to that? There's a lot of things that we do that uh, aren't in the Bible. Like what? Going to Target, Walmart, um, drinking Starbucks, Um very, very similar daily things that we, we do um, that were not the same. Uh, yeah, getting on and, and social even, media. Not um, even specific
0: places, right? Yeah. Not, not even the specific places, but just the concept of going grocery shopping. Right. <laughs> I mean, they, they
1: had a market. Yeah, you know? but it wasn't but it like wasn't, you
0: didn't get a cart and go through right. and pick things out of an aisle and check out at a register. They didn't go to football games. Yeah, They,
1: they might have gone to some races and things like that, but it wasn't, uh, you know, there there are plenty of things that specifically are not going to be mentioned in the Bible.
0: Yeah, and to say that you can't do something because it's not mentioned in the
1: Bible is just silly. I mean, you're going to be living a very different life for non-spiritual reasons yeah. than the rest of yeah. us. If like, that's if that's the case,
0: like I'm, uh, hold on. Let me let me pull up my Bible app on my phone and see if there's anything about a New Year's resolution in here. Nope, there's not. So I'm gonna, not going to make one. Says the person that just picked up their cell phone and looked at their Bible app. Guess what? Neither is using a cell phone in the Bible, but yet you have one, and you use it. I'll raise you this. Are you ready? (laughs) I'll raise you this. I'll raise you this. What, do we play poker I'll raise you this.
1: (laughs) Reading the Bible as an everyday average person isn't in the Bible.
0: Eh, I mean, they they, they read the, the Pentateuch.
1: They, they read the... But not everybody had access daily they, they, they any read time. The, they read the Old Testament. But what I'm saying is not everybody had just that you couldn't just do what you did. You couldn't just pick up Scripture. You couldn't just pick up scrolls. You couldn't just have access to the text immediately. And if you were just an everyday average person.
0: How about this? We shouldn't read the New Testament because nobody in the Bible read the New Testament.
1: I mean, that's the...
0: Now, how dumb does that sound? Yeah, you start making arguments about what they didn't do in the Bible, and and it gets really silly. So yeah. you can't you can't say oh, I'm not going to make a New Year's resolution because they didn't do that in the Bible. They also didn't say that it's wrong in the Bible. What did Paul say when he talked about holidays to celebrate or feasts to observe or? Uh, whether or not we should participate. We talked about that, I guess it was, um, what was it, our last episode, right? When we talked about celebrating Christmas, didn't we talk about that passage of Scripture where Paul says, basically, you choose which days you're going to recognize
1: so. and to celebrate that there's freedom
0: in Christ in that?
1: I think so, but it's been a minute since we've uh, had that discussion.
0: It's It's been a little minute. yeah, And
1: there was a lot of stuff that happened in between that little minute.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure.
1: Very busy season.
0: Yep, yep. But um but that's what he said. His he said, Hey, these things are just they're a they're a shadow. Like you you can't put all of your emphasis in the shadow. Um instead recognize that there's freedom in Christ. And you can you can choose to celebrate the the days that you want to celebrate and participate in the things that you want to participate in and you have that freedom because of christ because christ has come to set you free from that legalistic mindset and being enslaved to oh this is the tradition this is the way that it's always been done and i have to do it the way that i'm told to do it well no You have freedom to do it as long as it doesn't contradict what God's Word clearly says you should or shouldn't do. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I think it's important to understand all of those things. But let's talk about... Okay, let's talk about some real-life practical resolutions. Here's the other thing that I want to say before we wrap it up is I, I think what matters more than the concept of bettering yourself or forming a plan to make sure that you're following through with your resolution um or considering whether or not they made new year's resolutions in the bible i mean all of those things some of that silly and uh like like we talked about doesn't even really matter but i think the thing that really matters is if you're going to make a new year's resolution in the full sense of the The concept of a new year's resolution. Like you're going to do it on new year's day and, and you're going to make a resolution based on the fact that it is a tradition to actually map out some things that you want to do to have a better year and to be a better you. Then the question has got to be what is the motive behind the resolution that I'm making? Because I think you can make some good resolutions and and do so with some wrong motives. Yeah. Right? So, like, for instance, I'm going to read the Bible more. Um, is your goal in reading the Bible more so that as... Psalm 119:11 says that you can hide God's word in your heart. Then that's a that's a great reason to read the Bible more. But if the reason that you're wanting to read the Bible more is to um be in a better position to win arguments and beat Squash people over haters. the head with the Bible, yeah. Then that's not no. that's not a good reason. It's not healthy. Like that's not That's not a good New Year's resolution. Like, you should definitely want to read the Bible more. Yeah. But you should want to read the Bible more to grow in your own understanding of God's Word and, honestly, to allow God to reveal some areas in your life which, um, guess what? Maybe you need to apply. Right. Not somebody else that that you need to be able to prove a point or win an argument. Um, Going to church more that's a great new year's resolution. If you're not consistently attending church and you're not active in a local church body, that's a great new year's resolution, but you shouldn't make a new year's resolution to go to church more because you want to be seen by those that you're trying to impress, or like you want to
1: uh, you on the prowl. Yeah, yeah. You, you wanna on the, you on the prowl for that that next <laughs> that next uh, that 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 beautiful new wife that you're gonna find, yeah. or that handsome new husband that you're gonna find. You on the you on the singles ready to mingle Christians.
0: Singles <laughs> ready to mingle. Uh, you, you wanna gain some customers, make some more sales, yeah. you know. Hey, yo, where uh, the
1: single life group at.
0: Get 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 a get a better reputation as a person that cares about the community. Like Here's here's the good news. If you go to church for the wrong reason, God is powerful enough <laughs> to use to speak to you. his word to speak to you and to convict you and and to show you that you've gone to church for the wrong reason and to save you through the power of the gospel, but that doesn't make the motive right. right. Like that's not the reason that's you should just want grace. to yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you shouldn't want to go to church more for that reason. So again, it goes back to the motive. Um,
1: God, I promise if I if I if I go to church, God, God, if you send me a wife, God, I promise I'm gonna go to church every Sunday. That ain't. Yeah. That ain't. Have, that ain't. That ain't work. That ain't how um, it works. Uh, here, Here's another one uh, I got a wife by the way I got a beautiful <laughs> wife I'm just being silly Using this as an example
0: Yeah This this is just hypothetical This is not personal Lord uh, if
1: you give me a million dollars I just I tithe it <laughs>
0: <laughs> Okay let's talk about Okay so let's talk about the financial Okay let's talk about the financial resolution So if If you're going to make a commitment
1: <laughs> My resolution for this year is to make that bread
0: Yeah make that money But if you're going to make a commitment to manage your money more effectively and that doesn't include investing in the kingdom, the kingdom through the local church, which is what God commands you to do, but instead it's so that you can save up more and buy more things for yourself. That's not, I mean, managing your money more effectively is a good thing, but if that's your motive, that's not a good new year's resolution. Um, if, if you're wanting to lose weight and eat healthier to, to put yourself in a better position physically because God's word teaches that we're fearfully and wonderfully made and we should take care of ourselves and honor the bodies that God has given us, that's a great New Year's resolution. But if, if you're making that commitment because you want to impress others and it's wrapped up in vanity and pride... That's, that's not a good resolution. And, and so my point in saying that is you can make the commitment to do some things to have a better year and to be a better you. And if it's not done with the right motive, it's not healthy for a believer to make those type of resolutions. But at the same time, you can be fully in line with God's word, and you can make the same exact commitments with the right heart and with the right motive, and God can be glorified through those resolutions.
1: yeah, absolutely yeah, I think um I think that' that's the that's the biggest thing in in looking at these types of plans and types of goals is the motive behind it. Um, the way that you have a path to succeed um and 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 really um how serious you are about it and I think as a culture, one of the reasons why i mean do do you do new year's resolutions
0: uh not not in a technical sense like i don't like I don't sit there on New Year's Eve and write out a bunch of things that I'm going to do differently in the new year. And then when the clock strikes midnight and the ball drops, I enter into fulfilling that list. Yeah, But I do evaluate like, okay, what what did this year look like? And uh, what are some areas that uh, I feel like I need to do better at in the new year? Yeah. And just kind of think through those things and – uh I do believe in setting goals, but typically for me, you know it it comes within the maybe the first couple of weeks of of January as I get back into a routine and things settle down a little bit, and I just start to think through the past year and reflect on what God did and and think about where we're going in the new year. Uh, and I do it not only as a, an individual, but I do it, uh, as a, as a pastor of the church and as a husband and father for the family. Um, I I think about it on three levels. Uh, I think about it on an individual level. I think about it on a family level and I think about it on a ministry level. Uh, what did the past year look like and what are, what are areas that, uh, I want to work on and I want to get better and, uh, what are some things that I can do to address uh, some some areas where I feel like maybe I wasn't the uh, the pastor I needed to be, or or we weren't the church that we needed to be. I wasn't the husband or father that I needed to be, or I just wasn't taking care of myself the way I needed to take care of myself. Yeah, and and, and I would say, you know, typically that's another thing about New Year's resolutions, um, traditionally. It's all about the, the self and like, how can I make myself better? But I would just challenge people to think about it on those three levels, uh, not just yourself as an individual, but also your family, you know, especially if you've been given the task of, of leading your family, which I believe I have as a spiritual leader of the home. Like I need to think about my family and, and ways that I can lead my family better and then think about, uh, obviously, if you're in ministry, your ministry. But if not, um, your career, which goes beyond you as an individual employee. Like, what can you do to make your organization better? Uh, what can you do to contribute to, um, you know, your your purpose uh, that, that God has called you to each day? And how can you make that purpose that you've been given? How, how can you make that more uh, evangelistic? And, and and how can you make that more intentional when it comes to sharing your faith and growing the kingdom? And, and that's really what I'm thinking about when I think about it from a ministry standpoint. But the reality is everybody can do that. You don't have to be called into full-time ministry to think through how can I be more effective in sharing my faith? And how can I be more intentional uh in in my workplace or in my career or if you're retired in your day-to-day life uh, how can i be more intentional to produce more fruit for the kingdom and to reach more people with the gospel
1: yeah so what i was going to say and that is um i think i don't do new year's resolutions and and the, in the Common sense, either you know, I, I do obviously reflect. I do look at the previous year and look ahead and have some goals and things like that. But I wouldn't call them res- like New Year's resolutions. And I was going to say, as a culture, I believe that the New Year's resolution type thing is just basically a setup to to fail. Um, and and so I don't think I think that obviously having goals, setting plans, um, and you can do that at the new year, um, but something that is Um, gonna be obtainable and something that you can focus on um, more than just following the fad of New Year's resolutions and going through that. And so I think it's better, like you said, to maybe wait a couple days, get into the new year, get into that, evaluate where you're at, because also the new year doesn't just like give you a reset button; it doesn't start you over in a new place. Yeah, you know, so get into the year, evaluate where you're at, where you're headed, you know, and, and identify some goals maybe, but, um, you know, the greatest
0: evidence that traditional new year's resolutions don't work
1: is that you do them every year. No, (laughs) it's the gym. Yeah, it's true.
0: Go to the gym the second week of January and count the number of people at the gym Mm -hmm. and then go to the same gym the second week of April, and count the people at the gym.
1: Ain't gonna be the same.
0: It's gonna be way different. <laughs> way different. Yeah,
1: <laughs> way different. So, yeah, it's just um, I don't know. But I'm I'm already off to a great start, though. I, I did have one resolution, according to my according to my sermon. Apparently, what was your resolution? To not work out. Oh. <laughs> I'm killing it. Crushing it. I will not exercise this Speaking year. Talking about the gym. <laughs> Great. You ain't gonna count me in there on January one, two, three, four, <laughs> or five. And you definitely ain't gonna count me in there in April. So hashtag not a statistic. <laughs> yeah. No. Um no, I, I was, I was honestly, talking about not having a <laughs> treadmill on stage, and I was yeah. like, I've made a resolution not to work out. So I'm already <laughs> holding true to it.
0: Uh Honestly, like I know you're joking, but I mean that's kind of one of the the commitments that I made as well. <laughs> is to, to not work out. No, but to to rest more. Oh yeah. Like to to not overdo it on the work side.
1: Yeah. Not that's the good. workout
0: side, but the work yeah, side. That's good. And to have a little bit better balance. Um which I wouldn't consider myself to be somebody that neglects their family, but uh, I, I think I probably lean more towards the overworking than uh, underworking side for sure. So yeah. need, need to balance it a little <laughs> bit better. Yeah,
1: um, yeah. I uh, I think um, I don't know. I, I, if you consider like playing football and golf and stuff like that as a form of working out, then. See, I see that more as like, like exercise and just activeness, yeah. but working out, being like weight training and stuff. Yeah. So I'm going to do the exercise thing, but I'm not going to be like pumping iron. I'm not going to show up next January and being like, look at my pecs, little man. Yeah. You know what movie that's from? No.
0: No. I'm just trying to think <laughs> about the phrase pumping iron. It's from Scooby-Doo.
1: Why do, why do we call it pumping iron? Because you're holding iron, I guess. And but it's not a pump. It can be if That's you're not a pump. pumping it towards your body. I don't know. That's not a pump. What do you mean? <laughs> I don't know. I'm doing the curl motion right now. <laughs> uh, I don't get it. Pump. I'll look it up. Pump up the iron. <laughs> I, don't <know. laughs> I don't know. Pump it up. Where does that come from?
0: Pump, pump, pump it up. I have no idea. You know what I'm talking about, though. Yes. You've heard it before. Yeah.
1: I just, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know where where that came from. So, anyway. Also, real fast before he plays this, he's going to play something. I can feel it. I can see it. It's coming. (laughs) Uh, Before we get into that, we want to just give you a heads up on the new Follow You Anywhere Trajectory. So for the new year, uh, what we want to do is we want to spend a little bit more time uh, where this partly plays into your resolution. We're going to be resting a little bit more. And so we're going to be um, not trying to cram as many episodes and not trying to cram as many things on the schedule on a weekly basis. And we want to spend some more time prepping and having a little bit more detailed conversations. And so in the past, we moved to uh, a shorter episode style with um, more episodes. And this time around, we're going to look at the idea of uh, meeting uh, episodes every other week uh, and then them being a little bit longer than they are currently. But uh, just uh, still in that hour or under range. Um, but instead of every week having a podcast, uh, we're going to spend some dedicated time working on that, and uh, and then coming out with one every other week, and uh, and so we hope that that format fits you better, fits your lifestyle better, and gives you opportunity to catch up to previous episodes. And um, I guess he couldn't find what he was looking for, so. Um, but anyway, so New Year's resolutions. All in all, goals aren't bad. Being a better person isn't bad. Having a deeper desire to to pursue the Lord, to live righteously, to be a better person, to be um, a better leader, all those things, those are all good. Um, And so we want to encourage you to do that, but we want to encourage you to do that with the right heart and the right mentality and the right parameters in place to actually achieve those goals, whether you want to call them New Year's resolutions or not. And also another thing real fast, if you want to make changes and you want things to be different in your life, you don't have to wait until the new year to try to get it right for the whole next year. Uh, Goals and improvements and all that can be made at any point in time. And so we encourage you to pursue righteousness, pursue the Lord, to follow him wherever you uh, may be in life. And um, and uh, yeah, New Year's resolutions or not, you We you got something else.
0: Well, I feel like we just got to end it this way. So here it goes. I don't know what version that was. What was that? But that was not the normal version.
1: <laughs> what was that? You don't know what that was? I couldn't understand half of it. <laughs>
0: uh, it was. It was this right here. Uh, this is the normal. This is the normal version. Hold on. Well, I say it is. What is it? This. See if this is better.
1: Oh, yeah. It's
0: a New Year's song, Cam. But uh for whatever reason the first version that came up was some Mariah Carey techno remix. It was weird.
1: Yeah, I mean I underst I, I, I knew what it was kind of, but I did I it was weird. It was strange. It was really weird.
0: Yeah. But uh that's the first episode of twenty twenty three. Yeah, thanks. man, twenty twenty three. I graduated high school twenty years ago this year. Wow. Man, it makes me feel so old. So old But uh, Yeah we got a lot of great episodes coming up So Next week we'll be On Milestone episode 75 And uh, look forward to Seeing you guys on next week But uh, no, next That's week. it Well The next week uh, yeah, Two weeks from now yeah. The, the, the next week of the episode, Cam. Yeah. 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 Not like next week. Next week. The next week. The next episode. Well, On I the need- next episode. Episode 75. I need to check something real fast.
1: No. <gasps> wow. No. The, the next episode will come out. January 26th. Yeah. Yep. The day before a monumental celebration. Your birthday. Yeah.
0: So but we'll not s- only
1: my birthday. <laughs> It's a big one. Uh, milestone birthday. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Number three-oh. 30. 30. 30. And So
1: we'll have to do a I'm happy birthday episode. I'm convinced that I'm going to be 50, and people are still going to be like. Cam, I've got a young, meeting in young, 120 seconds. You youngin'. <laughs> I've got a meeting in 120
0: seconds. we got to wrap this up. It's okay, it. episode 74. We'll see y'all <laughs> on episode 75. This is Follow you Anywhere. See ya See ya